0: What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of First or Fence. This is episode 51, it's actually kind of funny because this one's going to be about Kyle Busch and his number's 51, I didn't even plan that, it just was a coincidence, but I wanted to take a, make a podcast about this because um, he was probably the biggest free agent in a while, and it was kind of the story every weekend for a good stretch, and it was made such a big impact in 2022 and throughout the whole thing it reminded me so much of when he went to joe gibbs racing in 2008 i kind of started looking up stats and everything and comparing his season before he left and they there's so many more similarities than i had thought especially now that the season is over so i want to go over that and like show you guys how many how similar the situations are so yeah i'll explain everything i printed all the stats i got them on driver averages if you just look up any driver and then driver averages after that's the website i used to get all this stuff i got the race team stats and everything too so yeah let's get right into it so first of all the One of the biggest similarities, all stats and everything aside, is that how it all started was kind of related to sponsorships. Hendrick had 18 wins as a team in 2007, and Kyle only had one win, so he wasn't running amazing, but he was kind of out of control, and it caused some sponsorship issues. Now, Mars isn't leaving because of Kyle Busch specifically, at least as far as we know. They just want to go into different sports and obviously we know that the NASCAR model isn't the best so it's not surprising that a big primary sponsor is leaving because we see so many little two-race, three-race, four-race, eight-race sponsors nowadays. But anyway, so they all they started from kind of similar situations and just the feeling that you... That Kyle kind of portrays about the teams he's leaving is Seems so similar too Like he's kind of he was He's bitter at Joe Gibbs a little He said on the race for championships They called him family And that he was going to be there for the long run and everything And now he tells a story about when he left Hendrick How he talked to Jeff Gordon And he wanted to fix it And he kind of felt like they just said there's no place for you here so Kyle was definitely mad at Hendrick and he says the reason he did so good in 2008 is because of that and I think it's there's there was no big falling out but it's similar to the situation he is now he's in now because it just kind of fell apart and that's that's the end of it it's over so getting into the actual stats so he Hendrick had 144 races, four cars obviously, in 2007. They had 18 wins, 57 top fives, 84 top tens, their average finish was 12.8, and their average star was 13.8, 12 poles, and 3,200 laps led, so pretty insane stats, anyone would look at that and say that Kyle's leaving the best team in the entire series, they got half the wins. And he's going to a team that had 109 races because Joe Gibbs Racing only had three cars at the time. They only had four wins, 24 top fives, 44 top tens. Their average finish was 16.8. Their average start was 17.9. They had two poles and they led 1,900 laps. So the circumstances are obviously a lot different. The car's completely different. Toyota had just entered NASCAR. In 08, but still there's a ton of similarities So, in 2007, Kyle Busch racing for Hendrick had 36 races, one win, 11 top fives, 20 top tens. His average finish was 14.1. His average start was 15, and he led 637 laps. So, if we compare his final seasons at both Hendrick and Joe Gibbs Racing, it goes like this. So, he had the same amount of wins at one. In 2007 he had 11 top 5's, in 08, he had 8 top 5's, he had 20 top 10's in 2007. This year he had 17 top 10's and this is really funny, he led 637 laps in 2007 and this year he led 627 so he only led 10 more laps in 07. and his average finish was 16.7 this year. So. There's definitely some things that you got to point out, too, like him blowing up at Darlington from the lead, him getting disqualified at Pocono this year. And I I didn't look in detail at his 07 season, but just everyone was kind of hurt by things with the next-gen car, so it's kind of a unique season to compare to, so but it's still so similar with the same amount of wins, only a few more laps led in 07. He was leaving a team with 18 wins, which he only had one of those wins, and he was going to a team that only had four wins with three cars. And what's funny is, he in both circumstances, so him going to RCR and him going to Joe Gibbs Racing, both teams, Had only 4 wins. So when Kyle got to Joe Gibbs Racing. They went from having 4 wins in 07. To having 10. They had 10 in 07. And Kyle had 8 of those wins. So he went from 1 win to 8 wins. At a team that had just 4 wins. That's um, 14 less wins than his previous team. And RCR has four wins as well they have less cars so you could argue that they're actually a little bit better than Joe Gibbs was when Kyle went there back in the day so yeah I think that's pretty much it it's just the situation seems so similar and I think if it'll prove a lot if Kyle goes there and the same thing happens it'll just prove how good he is and I mean, it's definitely harder to do in the next gen car, but I think people would be shocked if he, not shocked, but if he was to score four or five wins, it would be a really similar situation and I think he can do it for sure and it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Reddick went from having zero wins up until this year and he scored three and you got to think Kyle would have closed out a few more races than Redick just because he's got more experience. So yeah, I just thought it was funny how similar the situations are. I'm not sure if I missed anything. One more thing is that Joe Gibbs racing in 07 had an average finish of 16.8 and RCR this year has a finish of 17.1. So really you can argue that he's going to the exact same situation that he went to. Back in 08, when he joined Joe Gibbs Racing, and he went from having a career high of two wins to eight and just having one of the best seasons ever. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, a lot of people think that RCR's not as good as Joe Gibbs and he might struggle, but I mean, looking at this, I don't really know how you can bet against them. It's definitely, there's a lot of different circumstances, but. I think Kyle is probably going to be bitter, and if he starts racking up wins the first few, he's probably going to be rubbing it in Joe Gibbs' face. Um, yeah, and he probably feels like that he when he left Hendrick, he was only scoring a winner to a year, and it's kind of really similar to the, how he's been at Joe Gibbs over the last few years. So... He's probably going to want to prove something, prove that not to let him go. And he's going to be tough to beat. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he can bring Richard Childress Racing back to form. And if he himself can get back to form and start winning. Because he's in his prime. He's got five years of where he can win more races than anybody. It's just a prime age, statistically speaking. So it'll be fun to watch. I think him and Reddick are both really good drivers, and I would argue that they're both going into better situations. Um, Redick going to 2311 might be a better fit for him, and Bush, being a veteran, can bring something that Reddick didn't. And- Make that team a lot better, so we'll have to see what happens. But I hope you guys like this episode. I just thought it was funny how many similarities there are in the two situations of Kyle leaving each team. So yeah, I hope you guys like it. See you next time. Give me some podcast ideas on my Instagram or something. Just you can get a hold of me pretty much anywhere, and I'll make one. Cause I'll I'll just keep making them as much as I can throughout the off season. All right, peace.